As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Drinkopedia, the podcast drinking game that challenges players to learn something new before getting drunk and teaching the rest of the class. It's a bit like drunk history, but for the full curriculum, where pedia means encyclopedic learning and drinky means a nice few drinkies for my <laughs> friends. <laughs> nice. And speaking of friends, here are our players. It's my beautiful co-hosts, unless these bloody beer goggles are deceiving me. Mm. It's Audra <laughs> and Jason. Hello. Ah, good to be back, guys. Listen, you can't keep a good show down, and that's what this is, baby. <laughs> we said we were gone, but we're not. We're back. I'm drunker than I would be for gate leapers, and it feels both weird and oddly familiar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are back to our roots. And do go check out all 100 episodes of OG Drinkopedia. You'll find those episodes right here on this feed. It was our first foray into podcasting, but our friends tell us they hold up. So if you haven't listened to those before, I encourage you to do so. Oh, and I'm Matt, by the way, not that that's important. I believe that even if you don't remember our names, half of the jokes will still land. Parasocial relationships are bullshit anyway. <laughs> Just sit back and enjoy the comedy. You've already used words that are beyond my state of being. <laughs> Sober and otherwise. Good. It's so, it's intentional, I'll be honest. Okay. Bullshit is the... <laughs> <laughs> but a name we do want to remember is the name of today's guest. Later on in the lesson, we'll be joined by a guest lecturer, who today is comic book writer and podcaster... Ben Robinson. We've played games with Ben before and love his podcast, Geeksploration. Issue two of their comic, Space Oddities, is available to back right now on Kickstarter. We'll put some links in the description. Supporting indie comics is never a bad thing to do, right, Jason? Yes! <laughs> Space Oddities. 
And I can't wait to see him absolutely sloshed as he attempts to teach us something to do with space. Oh. That's right. We span the totally, absolutely random wheel. Nothing to do with this month's... No, that's no. Do you know what? Actually, that's good. We're so back on Drinkopedia. I just ran my glass into the mic stand. D- and <laughs> didn't didn't happen once in a in a gate leapers recording. But. My hope was to not set the glass down on the hard table because I didn't want it to make a clinking sound. Good <laughs> so on I was you. Gonna put it good on, on notepad. God, we are in <laughs> it, man. Yes, we spend the totally random wheel. Nothing to do with this month's guest at all. And today's subject is space. Wikipedia describes space as the expanse that exists beyond Earth and between celestial bodies, which makes it sound sexy instead of the frightening <laughs> abyss that cocoons our short existence. Ooh, you are not going to like my segment. <laughs> <laughs> celestial bodies does sound sexy. I like that a lot. Doesn't it? Celestial bodies? Wow. What are they hiding? Yeah, that's- like a star that's come to Earth that you have to like... I don't know, fall in love with. Yeah. There's a movie about it. You're just it. describing the plot of Stardust. Yes. <laughs> yes Is that I this am. plot of Stardust? I yes. believe so. Oh. I'm going to call my body a celestial body from here on out. Hell yeah, I support it. Thank you. I mean, yeah. you are on a rock in space. Yes. So technically... Your body is celestial. Hmm. Oh, shit. But that means we've all got celestial bodies. Shh. So you're not special. <laughs> it's not new, nope. unique. Yeah. Just Jason. <laughs> oh, I do conduct my own gravity. That's a fat joke. Moving on. <laughs> uh, I'm angry at you as a friend for you making that joke about yourself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I simultaneously want to like help with the negative self-talk, right. but also it was a funny, it was a funny joke. joke. Yeah, We're recording yeah. a podcast and I do yeah. also respect self-deprecating humor. Thank you. So. Thank you. Yeah. If I was just calling myself a shitty person, then yes, yeah, stop me. But sure. it was a funny. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll laugh at it next time. Okay. <laughs> but before we get to this series of space themed seminars, Audra, you're our resident bartender in that yes. you have a home bar and you're a bit sensitive. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> what space-themed cocktail have you made us today? So I have made a beautiful cocktail. Yes. It is super dark purple, and I put a bit of glitter in it. This is... Or a lot of glitter in my case. Oh, <laughs> um, my hand slipped There's in Jason's. There's a lot of stars in mine. So my hand slipped when I made Jason's. He will be shitting gold for a couple days. Um, <laughs> hey. Out of the celestial body. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to make the cocktail I'm calling Deep Space... Deep Space Nine, Deep Space 69. Mm. Deep Space 69. Um, (laughs) Begrudgingly. Yes. (laughs) This drink, two parts vodka, two parts cranberry juice, one part blue curacao, one part uh, sweet and sour mix, and a bit of edible glitter. And a bit of edible glitter, which is going to come right out of Jason's anus. (laughs) It well, is dark purple, and it has little swirly gold or silver bits, depending on what edible glitter you get. Cool. It's it space, looks, motherfuckers. It looks beautiful. I'm going to give it a sip and a try for the first time. Oh, that is nice. Mm-hmm. It's sweet mm-hmm. and very, very licory. Mm. It's, mm-hmm. it's certainly doing the trick, but here's the thing. I'm just going to be sipping one of these bad boys throughout ah. the entire recording, mm. whereas Audra and Jason have already had, I believe, two each. They're currently working on their third, and I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they have a fourth during the recording. 
at my command. <laughs> <laughs> I say it's very liquory. If you drink more than me, it probably isn't. But you know, I'm a lightweight. It's very inexpensive. Girl, same. <laughs> same. Hey, look, two parts. I heard two parts vodka. That's a lot of liquor from my perspective. Mm. Amen. <laughs> okay, it's time to show your homework. Which space-related topics will you both be tipsy teaching us today? Audra? I'm going to be teaching you about the expansion of the universe. Whoa, the big one. Yes. <laughs> and it and it just keeps getting bigger, I assume. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, we'd be talking about the retraction of the universe. Ooh, that's when it gets cold out. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like Saturn turns to Jupiter and it's like, what? It's cold. It's cold. <laughs> All the the, the Look rings. at Pluto. He's got a small one. He's a dwarf planet. Ah, he's barely even a planet. <laughs> That's not what your mom said last night. Uh, said Pluto. Oh, what a comeback, Pluto. <laughs> oh, God. You talk way more than that dog in that Disney thing. <laughs> I'm super drunk. I just realized that now. <laughs> hey, that's a that's a great sign. And Jason, you'll be you'll be up with your lecture a little bit later. What will yeah. you be what will you be treating us to? I got the I got the Hubble telescope. Uh, ah, the Humble telescope. The Humble telescope. That's a good humble ooh, telescope. that's a that's a good nickname. I was going to go with the Hubble bubble telescope. I like that too. Based on the gum. Uh, you remember that bubba. crazy ass gum? Yeah. We had yeah. that in England as yeah. well. Yeah. Did you guys have the mascot with a duck had a mohawk back in the early 2000s? What the fuck? That was a no. weird phase. You I remember, remember that? I remember it came in buckets. It came in buckets? <laughs> well, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong bubble gum, but there was like this duck with a pink mohawk and it had a spike collar. Bazooka? No, bazooka Shit. is the one with Archie comics on him. Someone Google bubble gum for me. Hubble, hubble bubble, hubble don't, bubble don't worry, telescope. It's not, the, not the subject today. You yeah, hubble bubble telescope is the joke. Yeah. It's a real thing. It's important in our lives. You Drink, don't chew it. Drinkopedia liquid lectures episode 114. Yes. Bubble gum. Bubble gum. <laughs> bubble gum. Yes. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to bubble gum eventually. The history of gum <laughs> from your mouth to your down to your lips. Yeah, and then it goes the way of the gold, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then you shit it out seven years later. Oh, myth. Myth. I feel like, I, I feel like I've got to bust myths like that yeah. on, uh, on this podcast. Save it for episode 114, <laughs> buckaroo. <laughs> Don't fucking get... Keep, all right. Sorry, sorry. You got to dangle the carrot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that sounds like enough preamble. Let's get right to it with Audra's topic. Um, researching for this was rough. Mm. Oh, yeah? Um, I kept on going down so many rabbit holes. When you research the universe, <laughs> there is an infinite number of rabbit holes. <laughs> uh, so Wait, what's so, sorry, sorry, just because space talk can get so weird. The, there aren't actually rabbits out in space, right? It's not like the, the universe uh, isn't just a series of warrens. We have never seen evidence of rabbit warrens <laughs> in space then again oh, we don't God. know what dark matter is mm. who knows could be rabbits could be yes what's Rab the universe everything everything when people say the known universe it's what we can see hmm. from here okay that we know we see with our eyes mm -hmm. or we can perceive through rays that hit us so the That's known the universe known. is only the things we can actually see. Either with our eyes or with data. Oh, okay. with the maths. Data counts. Mm -hmm. okay. Oh. Um, it's everything. The known universe is everything we know to exist. Okay. A lot of misconceptions about the universe expanding. They think of it as flat. 
What, wait, wait, like flat earthers? <laughs> Not flat, flat earthers. But do you know how like the Milky Way galaxy sure. is essentially, like there is some depth to it, but it's sprawling out mostly in a two-dimensional Okay. But can we trust that? Because, like, that's all pictures. Yeah, that... Like, is it 2D? It's 3D in real life. It is 3D, but it's mostly those two directions. But the universe, when we talk about the universe expanding, we don't talk about within a galaxy. The galaxies are pretty steady. Okay. What we're talking about is if each galaxy were, like, a raisin in a loaf of raisin bread. <laughs> See, this is what I mean by sometimes the universe is a series of rabbit warrens. Like sometimes it's just raisins in raisin bread. <laughs> yeah. Um, Scientists do this all the time. Okay. It would be better to think of this segment as philosophy instead of science. Okay. Okay. I, TBH. Mm. That's fair. I'll, I'll sw- put on my philosophy hat. Mm. So if the universe was a loaf of raisin bread yeah, and each galaxy was a raisin, it would be the bread rising and in three dimensions, we see every each galaxy. We see them getting further and further apart from mm. each other. Okay, so the galaxies are raisins. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. I'm with in you. raisin bread. Both in the example and in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of any other example, but there's got to be one, Audra. There's got to be I mean, something yeah. that sounds better. There's, <laughs> there's got to I mean, be. Yeah, it's the thing that's in three-dimensional space. Yeah, you're right. Because you could say, like, it's on a sheet of paper, like it's on a cloth. It's like buttons on a cloth, and you pull the cloth, but that's not 3D. That's 2D. Yeah. Mm. And so it's the most common example is the raisin bread mm. Okay, fair enough. Example. Um, we won't argue with the, the, the chefs rais- at NASA. Yeah, <laughs> the raisin bread example seems incredibly official. Like, if I mm-hmm. sat in a, in a college room and they said, so what do you guys know about the raisin bread example? Oh, they with the, with the what? <laughs> the raisin bread example. Einstein thought of it in 1954. X equals Y. The raisin bread example. Of course. God, Jesus. Why didn't I think of that? I was thinking of pudding this whole time. Idiot. Okay, but there is a chemistry thing for electrons that's pudding. Yes, yes, I do know that one. Cool, 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 cool. Yes, that so, also has raisins. God damn so. it. I think it's they raisins do, and They do pudding. say baking is a science, so... <laughs> <laughs> and they do always say that raisins are the building block of the universe. They do say that, yes. Yeah. How do we know it's expanding? How do we know? Uh, eyes. <laughs> I mean, math and eyes. I math, math and eyes. Math and so eyes. Essentially, we can um, take a look at galaxies at progressively further distances. Okay. Mm. And get like light transmissions in like waves and know mm. what's kind of out there do some calculations and we can find out the distance of that galaxy. Mm-hmm. If it's moving toward or away from us and an approximate mm. speed, we basically do space Doppler effect. Doppler. Which Speak is to me thing. about Doppler. Yes. Let's, let's talk when Doppler. In raisins. <laughs> <laughs> so if a raisin is on a motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> a single raisin. I'm imagining not a giant raisin with hands and feet like the raisinettes, but... A single yeah. tiny raisin. You know how if a motorcycle is driving past you, yes. when it comes closer to you, the sound starts to sound a little higher pitched, and when it goes away, it goes a little lower pitched. Oh, oh. good. Where it's like, <laughs> <laughs> like the like Homer Simpson falling in a chamber. You son of a yeah. bitch. <laughs> okay, but exactly, it's when things get closer to you, the. Light waves and the sound waves. 
<laughs> I'm going to keep going because I give you. a shit about science, goddammit. I'm with you. Doppler uh, effect. So when things get closer to you at a really high speed, mm-hmm. the waves of light and sound get compressed, which makes them sound oh. higher pitch. And when they move oh. away from you, they get expanded a little bit. Whoa. That's, called that's the, some science. Yeah. That's called the Doppler effect. Holy and we, shit. It's like traffic is like a huge one because we can oh, perceive right. it. Yes. Yes. Like it gets. Got it. High, low, okay. in pitch. Same thing happens for light. Wow. And we can measure that about galaxies. Wow, <laughs> that's okay. crazy. That's Wild. fucking nuts. So we can tell that the further out you get, they are moving further and further away from us. Uh, right, yes. What does this mean? I'll tell you, because I. why would I question mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. you? <laughs> yeah, because fuck if I know. <laughs> I can only talk to you in raisins, man. That's all I've learned. We're, we're educated to a raisin level. <laughs> There's <laughs> aptitude test. The result is just raisin. <laughs> My God, he's a genius. <laughs> he can think in five raisins. <laughs> he's the chosen one. <laughs> the quiz I'll be honest with you. What has happened is I was drinking, thinking I'm not drunk yet. And then I started thinking and using my brain. Yeah. And it's fucked me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am so gone. Drinkopedia, so, baby. So let's get weirder. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you're you're fucked. Let's get weirder. Yeah. Um, there's three theories that would kind of make sense mm. as to what's happening. Hit me. There's the open theory that it's gonna go on f- that the universe just goes on forever and it's not gonna stop expanding. Still expanding, still going infinite. Yes. What um, Buzz Lightyear was on about. <laughs> yes. Um, there's the universe is not a flat sheet of cloth. So, but so this is a little weird. But it's called the fat flat theory. Mm. Oh, I, um, I don't trust these things. I'll say it again. It sounds yeah. too much like the flat Earth theory. That it's going to go on technically forever, but going so slowly that it approaches a speed of zero, but not quite. What nonsense? That's no. very um, similar to the first theory. Yeah, just that it, uh, they're going to hit the brakes <laughs> and they're going to go. Yeah. yeah. And then come to a stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the closed theory is essentially that it's going to slow down and then it's eventually everything is going to quickly snap back together and make a big bang. Whoa. Okay. That's an exciting theory. All three of these assume that the universe expansion is getting slower. Interesting. But Why? Like, it's just the way the math would kind of work out. So so everyone's in agreement that it's going to slow down that's the fucking wild part. Okay. When we measure progressively further and further galaxies, mm-hmm. they're moving away from us faster. Oh, yeah. So the universe expansion is getting faster, not slowing down. We have no idea why. So why are these people theorizing that it gets slower? Yeah. Because we didn't know this until 98. Oh, and we didn't right. suspect at all until 98. When the Hubble telescope was launched. What? Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, I'm making won, connections. They won Nobel Prizes, yes. Oh. <laughs> well, a lot of them. Um, is it? Did it have Windows 98 as its operating system? <laughs> is, that, is that why? Because it's just the best thing that no one's ever perfected. I mean, if you discovered that the universe is expanding faster on Windows fucking 98, damn it, you deserve a Nobel Prize. Yeah, I bet they did. I they, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what else were they going to use at the time? Linux? <laughs> <laughs> just a penguin game and it hits them. <laughs> Is it expanding faster? Like I'm going faster down this hill? (laughs) (laughs) 
So to, to jump back to that third theory again, the idea that it's going to suddenly snap back and create a big bang, does that play into the, do the people who go with that say that that's how this universe was made? It, yeah. That, that was like, oh, it was the last one snapping even, shut. I didn't even think about yes. that. Uh, actually, with this one, they say, why is this happening? I don't know, probably dark matter and dark energy. It's that's kind absolutely of absolutely not an um, answer. Yes, that's exactly. <laughs> uh, you are just you are launching off on the joke riff I was going to do, motherfucker. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a cop out in yes. yep. me as a not astrophysicist. Um, that's a cop out. Anytime we do math and then look at the sky and it doesn't match up, mm-hmm. if the energy component doesn't match up, we're like. Dark energy. If the matter component doesn't match up, uh, we're like dark matter. There's something out there adding yeah. mass that we can't call. <laughs> this is why I can't get on board with the like the super atheistic view of the of the universe of like science, oh. science, science. Nothing else is real. And then it's like, yeah, but even scientists say we don't know. Yeah, like mm-hmm. scientists lump 100%. everything on what is essentially uh, shrug shoulders. God. Mm-hmm. Like dark matter is just a synonym for God at this point. Yeah, I like, think so. It's just. Cool. So we do this math and it looks like there should be like 27% matter in the universe and we find five. What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> I think I think what has happened is a bunch of people who have prided themselves on on math, on being math whizzes and science yeah. whizzes, right? It's like when you're at school and you do some math and the multiple trace answers are like one, two, three, and four. And then you get 2.5 and then you redo the question and you're like, I still got 2.5. Yeah. Fuck what happened. And then these <laughs> people went, no, I'm right. No, I'm <laughs> right. It's 2.5. The other five, the other 0.5, that's just dark matter. I'm, so, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> what it is, is it happens. You uh-huh. know what happens. You know what uh-huh. happens in your heart. <laughs> You know what happened. Fuck all these numbers. J- you Jason, know my Jason, math is the, right. Yeah. Jason, the answer is an African giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> where, where are you getting these numbers African from? African giraffe. Shit. Uh, and here I was talking about Hubble bubbles. Uh, <laughs> God, what class am I in? <laughs> well, welcome to Drinkopedia, the class Hello. of everything. Yes. So what's the implication of this? What, is, what does this mean? Of it expanding? Yeah. Expanding faster. Yes. What it probably means a lot of people agree it sounds intense heat death so heat is essentially things hitting off of each other really fast mm. layman's terms yes kinetic physicists energy. don't come for me i um, remember this but essentially if everything expands and expands and expands then it's not really it's so spread far apart that it's not really bumping into each other okay so the heat the temperature across the entire universe is equal and so essentially the concept of heat dies and thus the universe is inert. What? Oh. Okay, so the universe is trying to commit suicide. Oh. Um, over a hundred trillion year lifespan of eh. which we were- Well, we're, you sort of would at that point, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, we're I, into about <laughs> 14 billion. Okay, yeah. we haven't even hit our first trillion yet. We, yeah. We've got some- We've, We're fucking, we haven't even gotten a spring break. Yeah. yeah. So, because the idea- I wanted to clarify that. We got gas in the tank, boys. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to clarify that because the idea of the entire universe, just the concept of heat dying and the universe just laying there inert is 
sad. That is sad. But, that is horrifying. We are 14 billion years into 100 trillion. Yeah, we're good. So I don't give a shit about that. Yeah, I've got other things to think about, like bills. Also, Nonsense. <laughs> also, it's like all life, especially on Earth, but most life would be dead by the time it snapped back into yeah. place. Oh, oh, that that was life would become impossible way earlier than Could that? you imagine if life existed at the point that the universe became inert from heat? Literally just time <laughs> freezes. Like, I can't remember what the numbers are, but it's like a hundred billion, between a hundred billion and a hundred trillion. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're going to collide with the Andromeda galaxy. Everything in this galaxy is going to go, bye. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's save that for another Drinkopedia. Yeah. yeah. There is an idea that's the big bounce, which okay. is the same thing we were talking about. It's going to keep going faster until at a point when it just stops. Mm collapses, mm-hmm. big bang, universe starts over. Oh, so that, before the big bang, there was the big bounce. It is a theory. Hmm. Most people say heat death. Some people say big bounce. We don't know. Oh, wow. The big bounce. My God. No, I got no joke for it. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> yeah, I, thought, yeah, yeah, I really yeah. thought I would because yeah, it made no. me think of like big bouncing balls mm-hmm. and that's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> But then there's like no actual discernible no, joke. No, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. That's um, just saying words. Yeah. yeah. The part before it like bounces back into a big bang is called the big crunch. Some people think it's just gonna fully oh, collapse and crunch. not. No, go but back I don't like that. Anything. We had alliteration going. The big bounce, yep. then the big bang. Big yeah. B- like the I it was just gonna be b- the big booty next. Gosh. The most frequently <laughs> asked. <laughs> Jason's out. Do you know what? That made as little sense as me just going, big bouncing <laughs> <Yeah>. balls. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed it. I really it. It works better in the moment. I really enjoyed it. I just imagine two Uranuses put together. That's yeah. big <laughs> Pluto's like, you can barely see little old me behind these couple of Uranuses. I bet I'd have a good time if I went over there. <laughs> and then Uranus hey, yo. is like, you wouldn't even fit inside me. You're so small. <laughs> It was like, stop making small planet jokes. I'm I, sick of you guys. I love that we're size shaming Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Its moon is as big as it, as it is. Oh my God. <laughs> That's one of the reasons we don't call it a planet anymore is yeah. because its orbit is thrown off by how fucking big its moon is. My oh, God. damn. It's, it's packing just... a big moon. Oh, God damn. <laughs> okay. We got this all wrong. Its so, moon might be a planet. <laughs> you have no. to take into into account the size of the planet. Oh it, my by, god! By, compar- by comparison, hey, the moon looks pretty big. That's a crazy comparison. What you said there, because what I've imagined is a person with a dick the size <laughs> no, of them. It, don't say it. you're no, in no, this no, 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 But you're saying that someone has a dick the size of them. Yeah, that that's is what crazy. I'm saying. Yeah, that is what that's I'm saying. That's crazy, man. It would be insane, and you would definitely <laughs> call them a planet. <laughs> Just kidding. Pluto's not a planet. <laughs> the big question. Everyone asks. A lot of people ask. Yeah, some people ask. <laughs> some people ask, what is the universe expanding into? Sure. Whoa, <laughs> you got to stop right there. I've never, <laughs> I've never asked that question my entire cool. goddamn so, life. And you've kind of blown my mind. It's, I saw it everywhere when researching this. Oh, when researching. Okay. Yeah. Does it expand well, into more raisin bread? Yes. Uh, <laughs> the more you think about it, the more it kind of falls in on itself because if mm. you keep keep going yeah right and you pass a barrier but you can keep going mm-hmm. it's still the universe sure yeah yeah it's still the unknown it's yeah. still the expanse so it's essentially the closest i can describe that won't really probably make the physicists happy but made me <laughs> feel satisfied fuck them <laughs> 
is that it is expanding into kind of the concept of nothing. What? Reality is kind of getting bigger. Now you're speaking my language. <laughs> like, if there was something out there to expand into, yeah. it would also be universe. Yes. Oh, that's right. So if there was like a matter or an energy, mm. dark or otherwise, right. for it to expand into, mm-hmm. we'd call that universe. Right. Oh. But, it, but instead, it's we, know, we know it's nothing. Oh we know God. it's just nothingness. We know n- we know nothing okay. beyond that. So it's kind of this weird thing of if there is something there, it is so far beyond anything yeah. we can observe and make any judgments about. It may as well, to our human brains, be the concept of nothing. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's, it's probably just dark matter. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Fuck off. That's good. There is a theory that like if you bend dimensions or whatever. What? Okay, here, quick, quick, quick one. <laughs> a sheet of no, a sheet of paper is yeah, two dimensions. Sorry, sorry, for the people, for the people at home, for the people listening. You poke a hole. Ultra just, Ultra just held up her two palms to Jason and said, "Quick one." <laughs> no, if you're talking about bending dimensions, you have a sheet of paper that's yeah. two dimensions, and then you stick a hole through it, or you no, stick a pencil through it, and that's a wormhole. The, I've watched no, movies, Audra. No, if you bend that paper into like meet the two ends edges of the paper, yeah, that's a cone. That's three dimensions. Hi, that's a cone. I'm, it's a cylinder. Okay. It's a, I'm very drunk. <laughs> okay. Um, you, so you've essentially bent two dimensions into three dimensions. Yes. So you can technically do that with three to four. We just can't imagine it. Okay. And so there's origami. a concept that you can't leave the universe. The Japanese have. What? <laughs> there's Origa- a concept. Origami isn't the fourth dimension. When, when people say, hey, this film is <laughs> you in took- 4D, you don't just get pelted <laughs> with swans. Fucking no. cranes. What, what happens <laughs> A water bomb base, like. <laughs> but um, there is an idea that like three dimensions has been melded into four dimensions, making a Mobius strip, and we can't leave the universe. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I'm very into that. That leads to the idea the, of bubble universes. So, if you can't like leave the, your universe, like the trinket in the end of Men in Black Two. Yes. Yes. Good reference. Yes. Bubble but universes, yes. are they not? No, it's it's better than yes. Stardust as a reference to this to this topic in particular. Nice. A hundred percent, yes. The concept is that's how multiverse theory happens. Oh my god. Is I've it, contributed to this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> using a, men in black too. It's a bubble and that folds in on itself. Like if you travel far enough in one direction, you'll hit the other side. Like you'll mm. like Holy like shit. if you were walking around a ball like a basketball yeah. you'd eventually or the yeah. globe the globe Audra. yeah yeah <laughs> you could have said the globe yeah hey guys wild idea if we lived on a sphere imagine that <laughs> if we lived on a if sphere lebron make this james example. shot us into a basketball hoop that's our reality <laughs> if if this earth was a sphere this concept would be so much easier um it is a sphere um but if you go far enough one direction you'll come back to where you yeah, are yeah, yeah. um there's a concept of that in four dimensions with the earth or with the universe Mm. wherever we are. Mm. So you can't leave. So there could be more of them out there. Oh. That's how multiverse theory happens. Like flat earth theory, where we're stuck on our earth. Yeah. Because there's a wall. Uh-huh. But you... Exact, um, except... 
that, that you almost said exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's an edged finite, like that's an edged universe. I almost said uh. an edged and finite universe. Those are two different concepts. Okay. <laughs> We're not going there. Okay. Um, but that's the idea that uh, the universe has an edge we could access. Yeah. And can I just say an edged universe really needs a big bang. <laughs> 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 Quick, make more comebacks. <laughs> make, make more sexual jokes. <laughs> Celestial bodies. <laughs> Big booty. Whatever, I, I, whatever else whatever we, said. we said. I yeah. forgot. I don't have any more jokes. Yeah. I didn't I have any to it. begin with. I can't do it. The Drinkopedia was a bad idea. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so if we subscribe, ascribe to this theory, whichever one, fill in the blanks, um, then these universes are essentially floating in owed nothing. Mm. Like they would be floating in that concept of nothingness. Not more universe? Uh-uh, because then the that would be the ex, like our universe hmm. still. Hmm. Essentially, we'd need access. We would need technology to access dimen- the dimension of time. Yes. In order to escape it. Not Scientists. possible. Get on it. <laughs> we don't even see where the end of the universe is. We have got a long ways to go. And, okay. and our world scientists are too busy, like, well, the good ones, vaccine. The bad ones, mm. like, drilling big holes in the ground. So right. Yeah. They're not up to much. <sighs> but string theory says that the Earth is just, or everything beyond, below quarks, beyond all of these nano subatomic particles, everything's made of strings. Mm. And they... Is that you, string theory? Yeah. Um, there's math made no, out of strings. Yeah, I, I had that tiny, exact tiny, same tiny. reaction as you when I first learned that. Because really? I was like, what, it's not something to do with science. It's just that we're all... It's all puppets and there's a puppet master. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Fine. Well, it's a, it's a thing of you could go further, but I don't know those equations. Ah. I, I don't know that math and I'm not going to learn it for this. Ah. Um, That's just a bunch of strings. It's just a bunch of strings. I didn't know that. But if you go down that far and extrapolate out, you do explain a lot of the stuff that's happening, but further and further and further, conceptually, those universes could bump into each other. And it would happen when that happens. There would be Spider Man No Way Home. That's what Spider Man No Way Home. Uh, (laughs) But we would essentially have Toby (laughs) McGuire hanging out with Tom Holland, hanging out with Andrew Garfield. That's what happens when the world ends. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, But there would be like waves of energy, a certain type of energy in a certain type of way that would hit the earth, and we would be able to see it. We haven't seen it. Mm. But one, we're looking, and two, the, when was the Hubble telescope launched? Like it's oh. a, such a short amount of time. Nineteen ninety. Yeah, like it's been uni- thirty one years. Yes, yeah. <laughs> good math. Cool. So the we have the universe has been around for like fourteen billion years, and we've been looking for thirty one. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's we, fair. So it's kind of nonsense to say that that's not real. We need more Hubble telescopes. So you're saying yeah. we we don't know, we have ideas, but we've only been looking for a relatively short time. Hmm. Give us time and then we'll have answers. Oh. Yeah, probably. Yeah, cool. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. The universe is wild. It's better to think of it as philosophy. Yeah, definitely. That, that hmm. sentence at the start really helped out because science makes me get all like... I'm not a science guy. Like at least not like the hard science thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I listen I listen to scientists, but I'm not I don't claim to know things. And so it always pisses me off how like certain 
things are, but then how very uncertain it gets very quickly. So mm-hmm. to explain it as philosophy is is nice. Yeah. And it's so beautiful how like, yeah, we knew a lot less and we people did bloodletting and shit, but really early In science. Space? <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean on Earth, so technically it's space. <laughs> Yeah, it was just they they stuck a leech on to Pluto and they were like, oh, what's that, Pluto? Is that a leech? Or is that your dick? It's so tiny. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, well, thank you, Audra. I I learned a lot, actually. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. are welcome. There was a lot of equations on those pages. There's a lot of raisins. Uh, Look, (laughs) see, no one cares about the maths. Everyone cares about the raisins, okay? (laughs) The real, the real, (laughs) the really, they care about raisins and speeding motorcycles by them. Yep. That's what we give a shit about. That is how you pull people in with science. (laughs) And in your lecture, you mentioned the Hubble telescope a couple times. The Humble telescope. The Humble telescope. And I believe someone this week has spent a bit of time learning about the Hubble telescope, Jason. It's a me. It's a me. I did the research. Mario is giving this lecture. <laughs> <laughs> if you want me to, I will. <laughs> you know, I'll do it. I'll do please, a racist lecture. Please don't, please don't, please don't. <laughs> There's a hole in my notes because when Audra was explaining the sheet paper thing, I really did rip oh, yeah. a hole through my notes with the pen. Hey, look, uh, realism. Yeah. <laughs> that classic movie chestnut of explaining wormholes. Yep. Uh, but yes, I researched the Hubble telescope. What is the Hubble telescope? It's not some Powerpuff Girls obs- Mojo Jojo observatory. No. 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 Didn't, didn't think it was. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I, I thought it looked like that planetarium in California. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, um, but no, it is a thing in space. It is very cool. 
uh, it is one of the longest running missions that NASA has ever produced. I'm just gonna I'm gonna pause you there, Jess. What did I say? No, you said you said it perfectly. You gave perfect information. Did I? Audra just looked at me as though she didn't realize the Hubble telescope was in space. <laughs> and I know that some listeners might be listening. Wait, really? Thinking, oh yeah, that that might. You be did cool. research based <laughs> around the Hubble telescope. That's that's why I'm so, calling her out. Oh my god! Wait, really? I. I know a lot of You're things. The I know a lot of things in yeah. this universe. Yeah. Well, in well, this world. Th- this ever yeah. expanding universe. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I know a lot of things, and I'm just going to validate myself for half a second and say, <laughs> I am, I am smart. Yes, you are. You it's, just told us okay. about the universe. But Everyone has blind I was, spots. Yeah. I was today years old. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when I found out. This is exciting. The telescope That's was, what in space. was in space. It's in space. It's in <laughs> It's not like a telescope that that extends from our Earth to space. Uh, it was it was launched. It was very cool. Nice. It was launched back in April of 1990. Whoa! Before Jeez. any of us were born. The birth of the World Wide Web. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, 1990. Yeah. Yes. I'm trying to think of other things that happened. First Game Boy, maybe. Mm-hmm. That's probably 92, right? Yeah, probably 92. Actually, I was thinking 92 as well. Yeah, the Game Boy is more advanced <laughs> than the <whole> telescope. <laughs> Fuck the Hubble telescope. I can't play Mario on that. Yeah, um, but is the Hubble telescope commercially available on Black Friday? <laughs> um, it is commercially I mean, available. Neither was the PlayStation 5. Moving on. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, that well, I'll get to that in a second. It is available. You'll get to the PlayStation to the, 5. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the PlayStation 5 is better than the Hubble telescope. Um, God, where am I going with this? Sorry. Uh, okay, Hubble. Who's Hubble? What yeah. is Hubble? Who is Hubble? Why, t- why Hubble? Hubble was a man in the 1920s. Of course okay. he was, because uh, yeah. women in <laughs> right. science uh, uh, he was a, right out of there. He was a, he was a, a, a spaceman, um, a man based in space, and he made many contributions to space. He, he was based in space. <laughs> he, is he, that what we? Is that the politically correct wh- term for aliens? <laughs> <laughs> What do you call someone who does space? I am all for political correctness, yes. so I just need to know. What is the person who does space? An astrologist. Astrono- Astronomist. Good. Yeah, astronomer? Yeah, he did a lot of space things. He made contributions to finding out the universe is growing bigger. I don't know how he did it. Oh, yeah. This is the first Stringopedia article I've done where we have not based this information on Wikipedia. Oh, really? I oh. went to NASA's website. Oh. Straight oh to the source. God. Straight to the source. The source sucks ass. Oh. The source being both the information <laughs> and the drink you're having. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, uh, ooh. I will say, like, it is wild to me how early scientists could find things out. Like Galileo. Yes. Oh, no. We, we orbit around the sun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did he do that? He did that from shit I could probably find in my house. Yeah, probably. He probably. Ha- he had the humble telescope. <laughs> <laughs> Is that his dick? <laughs> no, we're done with the Pluto dick jokes. Now. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about real telescopes. Real tele- oh, right. Real yes. phallic telescopes. Well, <laughs> this is a real telescope too, and it's very phallic. Hold on. Okay, so he's a space. They named it after him because he talked about the universe. Yes. The reason this thing was invented in 1990 was we wanted to launch it in space and see more of it. Cool, yeah. So a lot of the information that Audra has disseminated comes from, thank you, images from the telescope itself. Yes. Now, Jason, 
you ask. Why can't we see things from Earth? Why do we have to go to space? Why can't we see things from Earth? I found out the atmosphere that we live in has pockets of atmosphere and bubbles that distort images. That is why a star looks like it is shimmering. It is not because it is twinkling. It is because our eyeballs and our atmosphere is fucked up. Oh, wow. Oh, so shit. we should be singing like Balls. Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Atmosphere. <laughs> yeah. Twinkle, Twinkle, Massive Atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like if you put... Not marketable. Like if you're trying to see something through water and then there's ripples in the water. Yes. Or and if you we're have just astigmatism like, like me. Oh, same. <laughs> we when I wear glasses. contacts, they're weighted. Oh, well. Is that heavy on your eyeballs? How does that work? That's crazy. No, it's because our eyes are wonky shaped. They have to sit in a certain direction. Oh. Moving on. No, but that's uh, very, <laughs> that's very uh, related to how the Hubble telescope works. Okay. So it was launched in 1990 uh, via the Discovery Space Shuttle. I found out space shuttles are used to transport objects and not just people. So that's something new too. Yeah. Because oh. you wouldn't think shuttle, would you? Shuttle makes right. you think of it's people. It's like shuttling yes. humans. Yes. You'd use like, it'd be like a courier. If it right. Was a, it should be called. UPS. The, <laughs> yeah. It should be the, the uh, United Planetary yeah. Service. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to make the S space. Okay, space. So. Yeah. Post to space. United post, post to space. To space. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yours is better. Yeah. Well, yours is better. Uh, well, Elon Musk has. We're putting a it on the branding on now. Uh, but yeah. uh, he's, he's Amazon next for space. Next out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you um, heard it here first. Yeah, uh, but the space, the discovery, the space shuttle. It sent it out in space back in 1990. Okay. The way it works is, uh, they sent it out in space. They launched this telescope. The way the telescope works is that it sucks in light. Well, it doesn't suck in light. It just... It observes light. Yeah. But, it like, obs- but like it sucks in light. <laughs> yeah. it, look, if it, Aldra, if it, you could say raisins, Jason can say sucks in light. I'm really, I'm light. really trying to like set the field for me to be okay. okay. <laughs> it sucks in light. Yeah, it sucks in light. Sorry, I'm super drunk and I'm trying to make this sound... No, it sounds great. Uh, reasonable for a dumb person because that's... Audra's a scientist. I'm a average man. Me too. I work in <laughs> microbiology. It is oh yeah, it is different. Different world. It, it is, is a different, different right. bubble universe. But I sell insurance for a living, so <laughs> <laughs> we got to break it down. Uh, so it brings in light through this dome glass, okay, and then the light comes in, <clears throat> and yeah, then it gets <laughs> thank you. Uh, it gets refracted off of a mirror, and then it gets refracted off of another mirror, okay. and then it goes into a hole in the first mirror. It's extremely precise. Yes. This instru- these instruments in the telescope are so precise. And, and the way to see like the expansion of the universe, et cetera, et cetera, you got to be precise. Mm-hmm. I've got some numbers here. I wrote some numbers down. Uh, in order to make it so precise, they have one, uh, three millionths of an inch of aluminum, pure aluminum, on one of the first mirrors. Three, three millionths. Three millionths. Three, three over one million. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> But only so much. <laughs> I, Sorry, I couldn't resist that. I hate a good how one. much genuine like, laughter that concept of Pluto having a penis has gotten out of me. And all the other planets bullying it about it. Yeah, uh, Just juvenile. Um, 
and then, pe- the thing about oh, no, I'm not going to go on anymore. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, do it, do it. I was just going to say the thing. Yeah, Jupiter thinks he's so smart with his big massive dick, but it's not even that big. It's just it looks big because he's so big. Actually, it's quite small <laughs> in proportion. In to proportion him. to the size of his planet. <laughs> oh god. Um, uh, but moving forward, sorry. Sorry, well, no, uh, no, that was me another who needs piece. To another piece of it is that uh, it's also only got one one millionth of an inch of magnesium fluoride to protect said reflective wow. material. But that's like the idea of how special this telescope is. Mm-hmm. The fucking telescope that you use to peep on your neighbors, yeah. it doesn't have one I'm million sorry, of it. <laughs> <laughs> I know what my neighbors are doing. I don't need them. We live in townhouses. I right. do not need a telescope to know everything my neighbors are doing. You're right. You're right. You're right. And I've only done that once uh, at our friend's Chris's house where I was oh, legit- yeah. legitimately spying on his, his neighbors. Um, if you have a telescope, use it. Uh, but uh, that, <laughs> if you have a telescope, be a pervert is the advice there. <laughs> Just got to call that out. I'm just going to say the binoculars are way more appropriate <laughs> for being a pervert. Yeah. Uh, telescopes are a little too advanced <laughs> for pervertry. Mm-hmm. But you can get real close. And um, binoculars, you always have that line of, oh, I'm just looking at a nice pair of tits <laughs> because of birds. But, yeah. Oh, birds. good, good. Um, but uh, but another thing, too, is that this has to be kept. This has to be maintained. Mm-hmm. Double telescope, which is really important. It's so precise that in... Sometime. (laughs) (laughs) Sometime after 1990. (laughs) It had to be repaired by astronauts because it had a a fracture in it that was 150th the size of a human hair. God damn. So not 150th of an inch, 150th of the width of a human hair. And that was just too much. That was too much. You couldn't see fucking stars anymore. It was messing with the data. It was messing with the data. Yeah. It seems like to me, if you're... Maybe I'm the only person who does this. But if you're sitting out in the dark for a while and you look at the sky, eventually over time, your eyes will adjust and you'll start to see more stars. Yes. Than Mm -hmm. you did originally. Yes. One fiftieth of a human hair was enough to affect the number of stars that it could see. Yeah. Or how far it could see. Or how far it could see. Yeah. Because you're talking about galaxies. Galaxies. The data that I'm talking about yeah the 98 data was from the tel- hubble telescope from There's the hubble two telescope. studies yeah from the hubble hubble hibble <laughs> <laughs> the hubble hibble, hibble. <laughs> i have had a lot of i've had a lot of these tricks yeah, uh, <laughs> but it was from there and that amount of scratch on it could impact the data 100%. that they're seeing 100 percent because to the layman, something I learned about space is you have to make precise calculations. Because mm-hmm. if you launch something from Earth and you're a quarter of an inch off here, that equals thousands of miles out there. The farther you get with mm-hmm. distance, the more mm-hmm. astronomical that error becomes. Definitely. It compounds like mad. Yeah. And it just keeps getting bigger, apparently. So <laughs> Yeah, the universe, right. Exactly. So uh, that's, a gr- that's a good segue. Matt, uh, oh, wait, what? Yeah, fuck the segue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck the segue. One thing about uh, the maintenance of the Hubble telescope too is it's had numerous repairs uh-huh. and upgrades in its life. Did that since, come with the plan? Uh, what do you mean? Well, did like did like oh yeah yeah we but we'll build it for you. <laughs> you're, you're good for repairs for like the next twenty years. Okay, yeah. <laughs> if you get the silver player, we'll do it for ten years. Yeah. Ch- chips and cracks, all good. Yeah. Ten years, we will do. Is the gold plan? <laughs> Ideal one that a bunch of NASA scientists are like, 
<laughs> Listen, I know it's not finished, all right? We're going to make it good. I'm spacewalking here. <laughs> <laughs> How much <laughs> universe you're going to see the whole fucking thing, man. Hold on. <laughs> but uh, to that also, that the, the, the idea of the Hubble telescope is like a paid of pay to win game yes and you're just like, <laughs> we're gonna fucking roll it out and they'll figure it out sometime the bugs will get fixed out uh but um it's had numerous repairs uh since 1990 uh, that's the funny part yeah <laughs> <laughs> um there's like uh a few ones that were like 92 93 okay 97 uh so on and so forth it hasn't that one been was repaired. really good for my 98 data yeah Moving mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. it hasn't <laughs> been repaired since 2009 which i find interesting that is interesting because it's the longest time that it has gone without repairs slash upgrades. And actually, the one in 2009 was an upgrade so that eventually we can remote into the Hubble telescope. Right. Yes, because, and this goes back to the segue, which is not a segue anymore. Sure, I understand how that works. (laughs) But the cool thing about the Hubble telescope is its information and its usage is completely public access domain. (gasps) In the sense that you can't like hack into the Hubble telescope and like create a a, a despicable missile laser with it, but yeah. but you can see all the data they get. You can see all the data they get. Most of it is filtered through third party because it sees things so late in the game that other satellites filter that those images through. Okay, but it's essentially what the Hubble telescope sees. And then two, anyone could access or register for access for time on the Hubble telescope. Anyone at all. So this podcast. Including us. Now, the amount of requests slash time requested on the Hubble telescope. When when will our slot be? Exceeds the time that it will be in function slash service. Oh, wow. Never mind. Yes. Okay. So you, you gotta have a really good request. Yeah, not to just to see Pluto's dip list. from space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I love the idea that there's like a university lecturer out there who's like excited booked the the Hubble telescope yeah. for his class to watch it in 2026 <laughs> or something and then just like there's like everyone calls in sick or like there's a fire in the university yeah. building and it's like they've had it booked for years yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and it's like oh that's so a once excited. in a lifetime then, opportunity yeah nope. yeah or if they if he did schedule and all they saw were blackness just yes yeah, yeah that's dumb that's all you get in your yeah. time fucking dumb yeah but it's it, so you have to be extremely vetted through a committee of yeah. space people. Yeah, you got to be vetted <laughs> through a committee of space people. The Jedi Council. The, why not? It That's may as well just be. NASA. NASA's yeah. just the closest thing we're going to yeah. get to the Jedi yeah. Council. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Except not anymore because they don't have philosophy. God mm. damn it. They've cut it out of the curriculum, the bastards. <laughs> Buzz Aldrin is definitely uh, the Yoda of the NASA yes. Space Council. Yes. If he's still alive, I don't know. Mm, uh, alive I am. Mmm. <laughs> 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 Uh, the major two discoveries of the Hubble telescope. The major one discovery of the Hubble <laughs> telescope. Go on. I wrote two glossary definitions for myself. Nice. It's one discovery that is very significant. Okay, go on. Uh, it's that we narrowed the time of the universe, the age of the universe. Sorry. Right. Before, the estimated age of the universe was 10 to 20 billion years. Okay, big, big range. That's a big yeah. gap. <laughs> yeah. You think to yourself, 10 to 20 is not bad. Billion years, yeah. that's a lot. It's like saying, yeah. I'm, I'm aged between 20 to 60. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, 100%. We narrow down to, there's a hole in my notes, 13.8 billion years. We Which, now know it narrows around there. Okay. I rounded to 14. Yes. 
that's exactly what I saw when I was reaching is 13.8. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's amazing that you Hell retained yeah. that knowledge. I had to write it down. <laughs> uh, now, the interesting part about that is that is one calculation based on two methods of calculating the age of the universe. Okay. Because as a researcher for Drinkopedia, I said to myself, what the fuck does that mean? How do you do that? Yeah. There must be some more information to this. I love this. So there's two basic ways of determining the age of the universe. Cut the trunk and check the rings. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. It's not too it's far off on that. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not even shitting you. And that is the Hubble telescope way. Okay. So it's the Russians and the Americans. I'm not going to lie. Working together at last. Y- no, separately. Oh, separately. Yeah, okay. there's two Creating different ways. Creating a healthy competition, <laughs> yeah. I see. Yeah, I'll go with the more reasonable one, the okay. Russians. Okay. Uh, I think it was. They they determined the age of the universe, and I don't remember what number that was, but they said, we're going to go with the heat fluctuations from space. Basically what Audra said. Yes. yes. That we're heat feeling- and light and sound compress with space. Time. They did real calculations, or at least what sounds to me like real calculations. We don't need to know. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It has to move from the center of whatever the yes, universe. Yes, exactly. If there is a exactly. center, whatever. Yeah. And there's temperatures that, that exist out in space that we can kind of guess that around. The Hubble telescope and one other way how they both determined similar numbers on the age of the universe is there is a specific star, and they have used that star as what is called a cosmic yardstick. <laughs> So they no. took a what? fucking map. They said, this is how far this star is. Yeah. Let's keep doing that. Do that again. Yeah. See how far it gets to the edge of the universe. Bill, hold you your could, hands out. You could tell NASA's based in America, <laughs> one of the few countries that uses the empirical yeah, system. Yeah. It was like, yeah. it was like, the thumb of the king is yeah. one inch. His foot is one foot. And we're going to change it every time a king dies. Yeah. It's cosmic space. Yeah. I hate science sometimes. Yeah. You can, this is basically, you can what's a yardstick but in space? Yeah. It's this guy right here. Do about three of those and we got the age of the universe. One cubit is. Yeah. <laughs> nonsense that's that's what one cubit is yeah that's that's the science of the hubble telescope and how it did that but it's important yeah uh there's more operations and so Mm -hmm. on and so forth it's still ongoing it's one of like i said nasa's ongoing missions yep the other got similar numbers i will say so good on them that's true so it must be (laughs) repeatability in science is really important if two people got 2.5 and they're the smartest kids in the class they must be right is essentially what i've learned here fuck the teacher (laughs) fuck the teacher and their abc bullshit um the other phrase that i mistook for a mission or discovery was just dark energy they attribute the, the two people that got Nobel prizes that you mentioned used the <laughs> Hubble telescope okay. to determine said age of the universe. And they just said dark energy. And I remember when I did initial research for this, I said, what the fuck is dark energy? Yeah. When you go to the Hubble site.org, which is a real site by NASA, it also really doesn't tell you. Sure. It just says mysterious energy. Hold on. Let me yep. read. That is propelling the universe's expansion. That is all it is. You could yeah. tell me it's fucking it's, love and it is the same <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah. It's honestly the way that I think of it is what we can see versus what the calculations tell us. Mm-hmm. The gap we call dark energy. Yep. yep. The mm-hmm. gap we call dark matter. Yep. It's something we don't understand yet. Yep. Damn scientists are making me want to believe in God again. <laughs> the bastards. Also, I made a joke about how at the bottom of my glass there would be a lot of gold. 
That's yeah. not a joke. <laughs> so much gold. Yeah. It's it's yellow. If you it's look all through gathered. It, <laughs> if, wow. There's about an ounce of pyrite in here. You got, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's what I've got in the Hubble telescope, though. A lot of the info out there is, uh, there's a lot more. Trust me, there's a goddamn what? lot more. You're saying more there's info. more information about a topic on Drinkopedia? <laughs> <laughs> One that specifically you specifically said that all of their data is pretty much accessible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. And uh, that a layman uh, is researching here and finding out. Yes, HubbleSite.org. It's very cool. I don't know if the Hubble Telescope has a Twitter. <laughs> there seemed to be hey, look, one. If they got something to promote, links in yeah. the description. <laughs> Check them out. Check out Hubble Telescope. Check out my boy Hubby. Hubby. At <laughs> Hubble. No, I don't know if that's real. <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, that's enough from our simpletons in the studio, because right now we're joined by guest lecturer Ben Robinson of the Geek Exploration podcast. Hello, Ben. Hey there. I'm a, a simpleton in a different studio. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. We love it. That's the name of the game hey, here ben. at Drinkopedia. So uh, I, I see you're a little you're a little tipsy. I see a little glass in your hand. Yeah. What have, uh, what have you been drinking this evening? So um, speaking to my simpletondom. Uh, when like we'd originally like we you'd said let's record at this time mountain and I was like all right cool and then I like, put it in my calendar like it was Eastern so I started drinking thinking like yeah I'll be on at like six and then oh, like Jesus Christ yeah, and so then you shot me a message you're like and you're like see you in a couple hours and I was like oh no <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it worked out I was able to watch another like YouTube video or two and uh, eat nice. dinner which may have uh, may have kind of you know, help to avert catastrophe, but yes, mm -hmm. yes. I, I decided, I'm not sure how you guys do this. Cause, uh, it was kind of weird <laughs> be like, being like, all right, I've, I've got a drink to a schedule. I don't think I've ever done that before. be like, I need to be drunk by X o'clock. Yeah, oh, it, it really removes the fun out of drinking quite fast. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah, this is why is, we took a break. <laughs> yeah. It is a we, weird experience, but I, I figured, uh, 
I would learn. I, I would learn from the master and go the George Thorogood method of uh, one bourbon, one scotch, and one beer. Oh, oh nice. So I did that. Dude, I, you're I did be that. Fucked up. I did that before like six o'clock, and then I had a beer with dinner, and uh, I've since then had another beer and another bourbon, oh and I'm God. on the second scotch now. So Jesus Beautiful. Christ, Ben, this is this is classic drinkopedia. Oh my God. God. Jason, you're saying Jesus Christ, you've had three cocktails, <laughs> <laughs> and I do heavy pours. Mm. Yeah, and these mm. aren't these aren't like shots; it's like a finger each, and I've got fat fingers. <laughs> <laughs> As a lightweight, that is intimidating stuff. Welcome to the Drinkopedia crew. Uh, yeah, yes. I, I'm a I'm a seasoned veteran, unfortunately. <laughs> well, we've heard about the drinky, but what about the pedia? <laughs> that doesn't that barely makes any sense. God ben, damn. I like it. Ben, what what space related topic are you teaching us today? So uh, I asked John. John was originally supposed to be the drinker, and then he yes. decided he decided to get off the sauce like a. Sensible human being. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very sensible. <laughs> yes, please drink responsibly. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so I told him he needed to pick me a topic, and he picked uh, general relativity. Ah, yeah. As opposed I'm to so specialized relativity. This is your everyday relativity. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I'll probably talk a little bit about special relativity also. That's a thing. <gasps> oh, wait, there is another one? Okay, I'm not a science man. <laughs> there would be a yep. very awkward conversation if Einstein had like proposed specific relativity relativity uh, yeah say that again yeah. <laughs> damn it I was gonna make a joke <laughs> damn it oh now you are the joke it was supposed to be an oxymoron damn it all right specific and relative yes I'm, I'm with you yeah, I'm with you yes at least I don't have to do relative relativity. I don't even know what. That <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just it's just wishy washy. Everything's everything, yeah, I yeah. guess. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like the what is it the 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 thing where you put your intentions on a board and they go out to the universe. That's probably relative. The secret. Relativity. Yeah, the secret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Ben, before you teach us all about general relativity, I believe you currently have a Kickstarter campaign for the second issue in your comic series Space Oddities. Yeah, we do. It's live on Kickstarter now. I think we're at about 50%. We got like 10, 11 days to go. Or as of right now, I don't know when this comes out. But uh, yeah, is Space Oddities is uh, John and I's comic book. We, it's an idea we've been mulling over for 15 years and decided finally wow. to, uh, you know, do Heck something yes. about. Yes. Right. Heck yes. Yeah, we like to describe it as the... Uh, a lo the love child of uh, Indiana Jones and Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It's like a goofy uh, space uh, space comedy adventure. Yes, nice. I've I've Amazing. read issue one, and th that description mm -hmm. fits it perfectly. The art, as a as a big comic book fan, and specifically like the art, always pulls you into comics, right? The art is fucking fantastic. Oh, I just John's give props jo to you guys. John is fucking amazing. I I, I yeah. got so lucky being friends with a guy that is as talented as he is, who will yeah. work for free and help actualize our ideas. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. I, I know how that feels. <laughs> I was just going to say. Um, yes. <laughs> though though for, for the Kickstarter campaign, we did it last year, and, I, and I, we're doing it again this year. I wanted to help out. It's like, you know, like the little kid that's like, I want to put the star on the tree. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, yes. they do a poor job at it. But, you know, you got to humor that little shit. So uh, one, of, one of the tiers we had last year was uh, for, for me to draw people custom art. Uh, yes. Which is not a thing that I normally do. And uh, mm -hmm. it was a lot of fun. I had six people signed, like, pledged at that level, which was shocking to me. 
absolutely shocking. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. And so That's we're doing amazing. It, we're doing it yeah. again this year. So I'll, I'll, I'll be yeah. handing out subpar art yet again. <laughs> I saw that as a pledge. I was really gunning for the put yourself in the comic pledge. Uh, <laughs> that's, a, it's, that's a fun one. Yeah, it's a fun one for sure. It's a very cool pledge. You have a lot of cool pledge. Uh, what are they called? Like campaign incentive? Like reward I, I forgot levels, what reward tiers. Rewards, that's what they're called. God, I'm drunk and it's been a while since I've been on Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah, Jesus my, Christ. The deep space cocktail. Yeah, yeah, fucking A, yeah. But you know what I'm talking about. God, it's a it's a cool pledge. Uh, I wish I had the, the, the Christmas money left over to be in Space Oddities. That would be a dream come true. I am extremely vain. I love when my face is on stuff. I was going to say, is it all an ego? <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there'll be an issue three. Yeah, I have literally yeah. done uh, Gate Leaper's art specifically just to put my face on things. <laughs> you you realize it's a yeah. podcast, right? Your face doesn't actually appear on the podcast. That's not how it works. Yeah, yeah. That's why we have to do separate art, Ben. <laughs> and you have a face as well. As Toad, I'll admit, but you're on there as well, sir. <laughs> that was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, it's so satisfying. Go pledge at that level. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Go pledge at that level. Not just Jason, but anyone listening to this who would like to see themselves in a comic book, you can you can absolutely do that. Links, as always, in the description. Backspace oddities, even if it's just at the the base level, just do it. Support indie comics. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ben. Oh boy, I am ready to learn. We are ready to learn. The universe is ready to learn. General relativity. Let's go. All right, so uh, this topic ended up being a little bit bigger than I'd kind of hoped it would be. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's space. Yeah. Yeah, it turns out space is kind of large. What? Gosh, I was going for the universe. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I guess we'll start with the really easy basics. Uh, general relativity was a, uh, a theory developed by the good old... Albert Einstein and published back in 1915. So it's over a hundred years Holy old. Now. Shit. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, you always think of the past as being like, uh, you know, I mean like cars were new then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's wild to me. The amount of things people could do before telescopes or well, not before telescopes, but like before the technology we have now, the, the big telescopes we have now Yeah. yeah. in space before yeah. telescopes. Like yeah, Hubble, right? Yeah, and and it's uh, it was it modified Galilean relativity and Newtonian physics. Okay, and basically the fuck? generalizes the effects of special relativity and describes gravitation as an effect on the curvature of space time, and and uh, and uh, yeah, and how it reacts with all matter and radiation present in the universe. So you know, just Dude. a little thing. Dude, J- just a small thing that seems to be absolutely everything. space time matter how it relates to each other more magic ben think of me as a five-year-old that's the intelligence explain like i'm five yeah 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 oh boy Uh, (laughs) so yeah so before we get into any of this actual stuff uh one of the Mm. things i wanted to touch on was like einstein came up with a lot of this stuff like, like a couple of things have like a direct tie to the fact that uh, he, uh, while he was working as a patent clerk in Austria, he took the trolley to work and he just had nothing to do but sit on a train and think about the universe in that time. Like, uh, Jesus Christ, get this man a switch. My God. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Fuck yeah. me. Get a podcast, Einstein. God. <laughs> yeah, Einstein, you loser. <laughs> 
sitting there on oh. a train, just staring off into space and and solving it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> solving it. Yeah, yeah. I suppose Sorry. I suppose it's like he he didn't need the Sudoku of the newspaper. He looked up at the Sudoku <laughs> of the sky and then solved that. The Sudoku yeah. of the sky. Shut up! <laughs> it's a stupid you sound. It's like he's looking into the stars and he's playing tic tac toe with and the he's stars. Like, I think a nine goes <laughs> in that quadrant. Yeah, and then someone comes up to him in the tr- in the train and he's like, "Einstein, you idiots! You can't put a nine there. There's <laughs> already a nine German, in yeah. that grid." Yeah, yeah, in Austria, <laughs> yeah. they yeah. sound German, right? And then, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, then, I I wait till the end of Ben's lecture, and I guarantee it will sound somewhat similar to just maths, sky maths, sky maths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sky that's, maths. yeah that's, going over that's, that's really all this is. <laughs> My God. But yeah, like while while he was sitting there, like he was like looking at the train, like looking at the clock tower going away, and be like, so if I was going the speed of light, would those hands move? And uh, <laughs> and no, they I guess they wouldn't. Maybe. Mm. But mm-hmm. and and then like the the forces of you know he like basically decided Newton was wrong because uh, he made what yeah because the like so the like when a train moves forward you know how you feel the push back sure it feels like gravity on you and so if uh, mm-hmm. if the train were your frame of reference as like it's not moving it would seem like you have gravity as you're accelerating and so basically his one of the things he posited was that. Uh, Instead of the apple being drawn to the earth because of gravity, it, the apple is the stationary inertial frame. And oh. the, it's the earth that's accelerating towards what? the like, apple. Like if you were consistently <laughs> on a train, it would kind of like normalize in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. You would always but have that feeling of the, as long as it was constantly accelerating. You would always have that yes. feeling of oh my God. it pushing you back. And, uh, and it, you know that whereas gravity is really an illusion, and un- unfortunately, under general relativity, Gravity's like gravity is not a thing. There's, oh, that is unfortunate because then the apples will just stay in the trees, and no one will yes. have any apples. <laughs> <laughs> there's a phrase that I love that's perceptions reality when it's yours, mm. um, and so it's kind of that idea of you're on the train. Your perception is that there's always train. Train is yes. infinite. <laughs> So that's a constant. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, well, any change in that is relative. Yeah, and you see all those people zooming by you super fast while you just sit there yeah. and you're not moving at all. Right. You know, as far as as far as you're concerned, you're not yes. you're not really moving anywhere, but everyone is zipping by you mega fast. Oh my god! So what happens if someone starts throwing apples at the train? <laughs> what, ha- what happens then? What's that called? Who hits who? Huh, Ben? <laughs> Answer my fucking question. <laughs> So violent <laughs> you tell me who's 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 driving the train then huh <laughs> so so first he came up with special relativity which we were joking about earlier that's that's yes. a yeah. thing and basically it, it the special relativity describes like the movement of of and the the relative movement of bodies and time in space t- in flat t- space time where okay. you know everything's moving in a s- nice straight line and at a consistent velocity through mm-hmm. through space time, and that's where you get shit like what they have. You know, that's where the fun stuff happens, where you got like time mm-hmm. dila- dilation and spatial contraction. So okay, this so, is another element where it would probably be better to think of this as philosophy. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and this the thing is like it, I, when I was going through this, I'm like, man, this is really hard to describe without visual aids. 
<laughs> oh, good job we've chosen a podcast. Like, there's yeah, there's Gosh. no there, this is a reason there's not a lot of general relativity podcasts out there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so ba- so basically like the idea of time dilation and special relativity is that either the 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 faster something moves or the um the the closer yeah. to a a large amount of mass they are, the faster time moves. Uh, with relative to an observer that's outside that system. Yes. Give me an example. Break it down. Okay, so say you were on like a spaceship going 50% the speed of light with uh, glass okay. walls, apparently. I mean, I don't know how anybody's observing sure. this shit, but set that <laughs> aside. I mean, and, and the further you get into science, observing something changes it anyway, so let's pretend that doesn't exist. Yeah, well, yeah. I, yeah, yeah if only I could. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but the so so light travels. The big thing is light travels, or or really, you know, uh, causality travels at at a maximum speed, and mm. and light just happens. Oh, didn't to explain m- it any better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you took a pause, and I was right, expecting right, something. All right, I'm I'll, still lost. I'll leave cause I, I'll, I'll stay simple here. So light travels at the same speed regardless of the observer. That, that's the cool. weird thing. Like, cool. like light is always traveling at like two hundred ninety nine million some fucking odd amount of meters per second. Yeah, it's fast. Yeah, nonsense. Nine point eight meters per second. Yeah, squared. and so so if you were on a spaceship yeah. going like fifty percent the speed of light, and you sh- you took two flashlights and you turned them on and measured how long it took for the light to hit either side of the spaceship on the inside, uh, it would it would seem the same to you because you're, it's the same distance and light to you is traveling at the same speed. So ergo, if you're in the middle, it's going to hit both sides at the same time. Yeah. But for someone outside of that system, stationary, watching it go by. Because the spaceship is moving forward, the rearward bit of light going at the same speed as the front bit of light is going to hit the back before the front. Yes. So it's going to look different inside and outside? Yes. From within and from without? Yes, because light is traveling at the same speed relative to to every observer, regardless of how fast the thing is going. This might be the first time I get this. Um, But the. (laughs) Oh, good. I did something. The theory being. The perception of the situation is different based on where you are relative to the light. Yes. You're close to it. It's different from if you're further away from it. Yeah, because the light is moving at the same speed regardless of where you are and how you're observing it. But the interesting thing is how you perceive it. Yes. You know, this is because I haven't absorbed any of this information. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to make this joke that if you tell someone to go towards the light, they don't give a shit. They're going towards the light and they're dying anyways. Yeah, that would it kind doesn't of work. matter. Yeah, the concept of yeah. moving towards the light within yeah. general relativity means that everyone everyone moves towards the light. <laughs> <laughs> We're this all is dying. A very nihilistic view. Of Everyone's the world. dying. Yeah, yeah that, that is that, that's a good takeaway here. We're all dying. <laughs> I, I don't think it is Ben, but that's very kind. <laughs> so. So I guess so. Before we get on to general relativity, holy shit! Uh, so oh my god, we haven't even touched your subject yet. What no, the no, fuck? this is just special. This is just special. Oh my god! Yeah. So, so the other, the other, one of the other big features of special relativity is spatial contraction. So as like in that same spaceship, the the what that means is that to an outside observer, the rear of the ship appears to be traveling faster, and the front of the ship appears to be traveling slower because the light takes longer you know longer to get mm. to the front than it does to get to yes. the back mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so from an outside observer when something is moving really fast past you it makes it seem crushed so at like 50 
or I think it's like at 80% of the speed of light, visually from the outside, an object will look half the length that it actually is. Yes. So mm. every single spaceship that's been in a sci-fi movie has been made incorrectly by the people making the models because it should be half the size. Yeah. And to that note, what it really means is that uh, if you're traveling at the sp- near the speed of light and things are zooming past you, instead of being stretched, they're going to be compressed. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. As they pass are you, the, ben, they're gonna, are you which means, telling me that every time the flash goes to the speed of light, he goes to three feet tall? Is that <laughs> what you're telling me? No, he probably goes to like an inch and a half wide. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's relative to the direction of travel. So he's not going to get any shorter in height, but he's going to get a lot thinner. Oh, my <laughs> God. Hey, that's a new diet plan. Gosh, this feels super Doppler effect. Right. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because it's like the shortening as something comes towards you, like this part of it seems higher pitched because of the waves and this part seems lower. It's like that warping. Well, this shit like governs the entire universe. So I imagine that might have something to do with it. Yeah, it's like, the, it's like the actual music video of the sound that is the Doppler effect. It's the light version. <laughs> what the fuck? I also like how Ben, when you said Doppler effect, Ben was like, yep. I know what that is. <laughs> I had to have a child's explanation of the Doppler effect, Ben. Audra literally had to go, yeah. I was fucking too. Yeah, it's, um, it's... I did a math and science degree. Mm. <laughs> so teaching children is something that you know, or tutoring people. No, so the Doppler effect is just a thing. I can't just believe you yeah. just said, I did a math and science degree after the segment that you did. I'm so sorry <laughs> to all of my professors. And Ben hasn't done a math or science degree. He was just like, Doppler effect? Yeah, yeah I know what and that is. And he's doing better than me. It's fine. <laughs> I dropped out of college. Um, Ooh. And you're doing better <laughs> Yeah, you're doing better than segment. us. Yeah, Definitely know more than us. Oh, my God. Uh, but no, yeah. The, uh, the, the Doppler effect is why ambulances sound different before they get to you and after they pass you. So uh, you can look that one up Oh, my mm. God. You just blew my goddamn mind. That is so true. That's it's a way the, better example than yeah, I used. Oh, my it's the, God. It's the same sound. I mean, no, your, your example Obviously, worked. it doesn't sound the same. I understood same. it. Okay, but, well, uh, the lesson wow. there is definitely drop out of college and you know more than 
someone who can learn about the Doppler effect. It's, yeah. it's a lot cheaper too. What what I took out of out of spatial contraction is that Star Wars got it fucking wrong. Like all, you know, all the <gasps> stars stretch as they go into light. Yes. They go into yeah. hyperspace. They should all contract and get much smaller oh. and not get any definitely. So next time you watch Star Wars, everyone, <laughs> reverse it. That's, reverse that scene. That's yeah. the only thing they got wrong. Yeah. Fuck this lightsabers. Fuck the Sarlax. Yeah, the, every- the human people. The amount of white people in space. <laughs> it's the stars. It's that that's the thing that's inaccurate. Yeah. So yeah, general relativity, basically general relativity, like its purpose was to take special relativity and uh generalize it and basically make it apply to everything. Like I said, it all, special relativity only applies for like, you know, s- things traveling in a straight line uh relative to each other or at a constant speed. Like if things start curving and like changing direction, that shit doesn't quite work anymore. Like those basic rules mm. don't work. So he was like, all right, we, I need to make this work for everything. And uh, such was general relativity. And uh, basically general relativity is the theory of space time. Uh, and space time is fucking confusing. I was going to say, that sounds, yeah. you're, you're combining two massive concepts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the other thing is, they are one and the same. They are not different concepts. Basically, space-time is a four-dimensional, non-Euclidean thing Euclidean. that we all exist in. What is Euclidean? Yeah, I'm going to need that one, too. <laughs> so, uh, sober. Uh, Euclid was a, uh, I think mm-hmm. he was Greek... But basically, he defined geometry. You know, like from point A to point B, you can define said distance based on angles, based on the angles that are there. So so Euclidean geometry is your standard three-dimensional geometry. Right. That you can spatially understand. Yes. Yeah. And so space-time being- This is a donut. Yeah. (laughs) This is a Pringle chip. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Got it. He's still talking about the universe. (laughs) Those are both shapes that you can do an equation on. Yes. Can so, you yes. on a Pringle chip? Yeah. Geometry I, would have been a lot more interesting in high school if they said, find out the surface area of a Pringle chip, for sure. <laughs> I would have liked that. Also, anything called Euclidean in high school would have also piqued my interest. Yeah, just because it would have made you laugh. Yeah. I definitely needed to know what, where, what Euclidean things were in high school. That was an area that I was missing in my experience. Mm-hmm. Clitoris, Matt. <laughs> Clid. Yeah. Yeah. It That's sounds the a bit rude, line. so a bunch of high schoolers gotcha. definitely would have left. Yes. Gotcha. Thank you. It's geometry. Moving re- forward, Ben. A geometry <laughs> relating to a little man in a boat. Yes. What a yes. good way to describe it. Um, is that so, a uh, metaphor for the clit? Why do you say that? No. Well, I, yes, that is why I said that. It's the man, <laughs> Who's the man in the boat? You haven't heard that? Yeah, the man in the boat. Who's the man in the boat? What are you talking about? <laughs> It's okay. You've it's okay. lost right. me. Okay, so we'll do right. we'll do sex education next month. Yeah. We'll is a man in a boat the clit? We'll do that. Yeah. Is that a metaphor that people use? Tune Put the clitoris in the hat. I mean, next month. Did you say the otters in the hat? No, I said <laughs> that's I said, a worse metaphor. No, I what said, did you say? I said put the clitoris in the hat. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is like your metaphors are getting insane right yeah, that, now. That is that is a ways out here. <laughs> it was. I, I, it's also funny that Jason, you couldn't find that metaphor. <laughs> but also, Hey-o. what does a man in a boat have to do with the clitoris? I still don't understand. Is it the shape? Well, we'll talk to you afterwards. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is it what he's doing in the boat? I don't get it. General relativity, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. So, oh yeah, this is going great. Uh, <laughs> so the, the, 
This is better than I expected. So the uh, so basically <laughs> the, the problem with 4D non-Euclidean geometry is that uh, yeah. it's pretty much impossible to visualize. So mm-hmm. every every model you've ever seen of general relativity is simultaneously helpful and fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which is uh, which is a tough place to be. Yeah, I have visuals learned... wouldn't have helped us for this podcast. No, yeah. it's all wrong. Yeah, yeah. well they, they kind of. I mean, tech, it teaches you something incorrect. Yeah, well, like I've, I've imagine you've all seen the 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 standard like images where like you have like the Earth on a sheet of um, like a trampoline yes. or something, and it's and it pulls mm-hmm. it down, and so anything you know things want to fall into the gravity well. Uh, yes. The problem is, yes, is that I have seen. Yeah, that's using gravity to describe what gravity is uh, when gravity doesn't exist, and so those three things combined make kind of a confusing issue. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually a little more helpful if you see that to imagine the force that's pulling the like the marble down towards the well as time rather than like gravity because because gravity is not a thing like nothing is pulling anything down everything's kind of pulling itself into the center of whatever the large you know the planet or the large mass object yes. is mm-hmm. so it, the gravity of whatever it's is pulling on you is the directional force of like being on a train. Kind of, it's the illusion of that. The gravity, it, gravity is the illusion of something pulling you towards it when it's not really. It like the so so space and time kind of contract towards the center of a large of a of a massive object, and so the thing with space time is basically it's it's the three di- three directional space that you already know about, mm. plus. Uh, time which is not so much a dimension as every event that has ever happened and or will happen yes placed upon it and, and the, I'm, the gonna, o- I'm gonna ask a dumb question i'll give you a dumb answer is this the same as the e equals mc squared uh that ties into it that's part of general rel- relativity thank christ <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! You were just sat there waiting for Einstein's greatest hits, <laughs> weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that's, the, I thought that's we, all this led up to. Because we've <laughs> talked about E energy, and we've talked about C, which is the um, speed of light. Yes. A bit, and we've talked about masses, and mass makes gravity. We haven't touched on squared yet, Ben. I'm waiting on that yeah, part. So <laughs> it's the last well, key to the puzzle. Well, so, of this Nick so, Cage national treasure. <laughs> so the so. C is the speed of light, but it's also the speed of radio waves and radiation. It's the speed of any massless particle. Okay. Uh, and okay. and what, 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 what it really is is the speed of causality. Basically, that is the, the, the fastest speed at which information or, or change can be propagated throughout the universe. Oh, my God. We've and calculated this? this? Us? Human beings? So it's essentially not, not you. essentially <laughs> the speed, the fastest speed we can understand. Well, no, I mean it happens to be the speed of light. Well, well, the fastest speed we can understand of happening. Well, the fastest speed that can happen, that can cause so causality in space-time, causality and you know uh is basically the constant like that is the thing that no matter where you are C for constant what no matter or which C observer causality. which which Fuck. which observer you are causality is is really the only thing that you can all agree on uh like like p- position you know the velocity of something the direction it's going the order in which it happens the speed you know any of the thi- the other things about uh, a, a series of events 
can seem different from two observers except for causality and uh and that and that from what from what i have read and very very loosely understand listen uh, ben you anyone comes up to the goddamn street <laughs> and comes up to me and starts talking about this i'm gonna agree with them i don't give a <laughs> shit what they can say <laughs> they can say so, anything i'll be like yeah you right that's the highest speed of, yeah that's for sure i could agree on that absolutely so I have, you've lost. Me. Yes. <laughs> no. I'm. I'm. I'm with you. Finish your thought, Ben. Oh, great. So I mean, so basically, the the, the thing that observers can two observers seeing different things can agree on is called the space time interval, which is largely mm-hmm. causality. Uh, and uh, just for Jason, space time interval <laughs> equals the uh, the delta of distance squared minus the uh, speed of light times the delta of time squared as a whole like that the whole equation gets squared but e equals dt so, times t divided by squ- 2 squared doesn't isn't as catchy as e equals mc squared right <gasps> yes and when ben no. said this is for jason specifically <laughs> <laughs> you're such a dick cuz what the fuck to, did you just say just trying to clear all shit i thought about you. when you said that was <laughs> delta airlines never has a, a good grasp of relative time because they're always goddamn late. That's the only joke I could think of throughout your entire spiel. What the fuck is wrong with you? So I'll I'll try and explain this without a visual aid and it's going to, it's probably not going to work, but uh, (laughs) let's try Let's try Great. Okay. So imagine you've got, so imagine you're sitting there and you've got, uh, we'll go down to to two dimensions only. We'll have one dimension of space and a, and a dimension of relative time, essentially. So you've got, you've got a clock that runs, and you're on a, a line. Just a, a just a, a you are on a line, and you're not you're stationary. So you're essentially a point on this line. Then uh, going past you, another dude who also has his own clock on his own line zips past you, heading to the right. Son of a bitch. Okay, so he what moves past you. What a bastard. So, so you can you could easily graph like you know his distance from you. Over time, uh, as he passes you, you flip a flashlight, like a laser pointer, on, and you shine it to the right as well. So and I can blind him. And yeah, we no, no. Race. You're, you're <laughs> shooting it. You're shooting it parallel to him. It won't hit him, so he's safe. Oh. Uh, Just for, to distract. Yeah, he's a cat. <laughs> yeah, for now. Um, and and that that occurs. Okay, so now were you to graph that time being, you know, basically your clock ticks once every time light goes one you know unit of distance whatever unit of distance it is it doesn't matter so like if it's a meter every time time goes you know light passes one meter from you time your clock ticks one yeah. click mm-hmm. time's normal for you and mm-hmm. normal for them yeah mm-hmm. and their clock does the exact same thing mm-hmm. basically when you look at them flying by if you were to graph it like light is going to go at a 45 degree angle up to up into the right because it's it, for every Unit of distance, it moves away from you, right. it moves one click yes. up. So go straight yes. to the right. This dude, as he comes by you, his distance is going to start, you know, in the lower left and move towards the upper right because he's he's starting away from you, passing yeah. through you at and zero. faster than me. Yeah. And heading heading to the upper right. Ben, you're just describing my middle school gym years where I was fat and slower than everyone else. I don't understand <laughs> <laughs> what, what this has to do with relativity. Honestly, so, just describe that by E equals MC squared. It's just because of E equals MC squared. <laughs> that is exactly Screw the nerdy guys. response I would have put out in middle school too. I was bullied. That was the only F I ever got in school was in gym. Anyways, go forward with my right. childhood so, trauma. 
And so your your timeline or your world line, as they call it, basically starts. It just follows the vertical axis because you're, you're not moving, and it just goes right. through time from da- from the bottom to the top. If you go to the other guy's view, he's fucking zooming. His he's line life. He's married. He's happy. He's got yeah. kids. His line also goes from the bottom <laughs> to I the done? top. His the the light as he sees it is also heading at a at a forty five degree angle to the right because light travels at the same speed regardless of the observer. So for yes, every yes. unit unit of his time, it goes one unit of distance and zips yes. up at a forty five degree angle. However, your travel is the opposite. Like you come up from the other, you know, as he's coming towards you, he's your that line goes basically left to right across there. Yeah, and and depending on how fast he's going, you can it'll muck with how you guys see each other and how how time yeah. is affected. Muck being the scientific term. <laughs> yeah, well, because yeah. he's it's going... It's no different from dark matter being, you know, that stuff. That yeah. stuff, yeah. yeah. That's the shit we don't understand. Uh, uh. But so, so if he's going super fast, I mean, he's going to go by you really quick, but that light's going to be the same. And so mm-hmm. it's going mi- to make the amount of time that it took for him to pass you much shorter. Yeah. But the light traveled the same distance there. So basically time has gone slower for him if he's going faster or, you know, relative between the mm. two of you. Because it's all, you know, it's, the, it's, it's relativity. It's all about two points wow. and how they relate to one another. Because, because there is yeah. no time. Like, time is not really a thing. Gravity, nothing is real. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Essentially, like, technically speaking, it's the exact same, but the perce- perception that we can measure yeah. differs. Yeah. And that's fucking cool. Okay. Cool. So what <laughs> I've learned is I have not moved anywhere except up. I'm moving at the rate that I'm going. This guy's zooming past me. We have the same amount of time. He's married, has kids, but but in his perception, yeah, his wife has cheated on him, his kid is fat, <laughs> it's useless. <laughs> what has he done with his life? And he's looking at me and he's like, What a look at Jason's life. I I know that this explanation has caused you to have a bit of a breakdown. <laughs> um, but so what I would like to say into that as we're talking about E equals M C squared, I wanna say I wanna say J equals F I N E. This imaginary, imaginary scenario that Ben has brought upon me. <laughs> oh no, but I I get it now. I definitely get it now. Yes, I, did, I didn't Same initially. Here. Jokes aside, but with the, with that explanation of the two people on on lines, yes, it, it does make a lot more sense. I mean, as much as things not being real can make sense. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, and and that's the thing. It's like basically everything that ever has happened and can happen has it like already exists in space time. So like you want to get philosophical about it. It's like, Oh shit, everything's happened. Like there, like there is no yeah. ownership anymore. There's no point it's, living. Just ended. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you, you can go ahead and live, but you, you've got no, you've got no sway over what's going to happen to you. Like it's, okay. it's all, yeah. Yeah. That's unfor- a better way to think of it. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately you're being observed. If you weren't observed, you know, your possibilities are limitless, but since everyone can see you, you're <laughs> fucked. My <laughs> God. That's why he wears clothes in the studio. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's a huge concept and like, I understand it at a, at a very surface level. Like I don't understand any of the mathematics that go under this shit. I mean, it's all basically <laughs> pinned on, you know, he's got uh the, the Einstein field equations. There's ten nonlinear differential equations that basically explain how everything Nonsense. works based on how everything works. 
So that, that's circuit logic. And this guy was a genius? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Screw this guy. So, I mean, it's it's like algebra, you know, where you can plug some things in and you get the other yeah. things. And they all, and like, so everyone's taken these equations and solved them and uh, gotten deeper, you know, meaning out of the universe. Uh, so good for them. Someone's got to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's been super well supported by everything we've done. Like every, like, Almost yeah. every time we like, there's a few holes in it here and there where maybe there's some shit that doesn't work, but like ninety percent of the time, maybe more than that, even his equations work. Like, I mean, it's the reason that hmm. orbital physics works. Like that NASA can send a satellite up and like slingshot it around four planets and sling it out to fucking wherever the yeah. hell they want it to go, and it does that. Is hmm. so it mu- fully it, based. It on must this. have been onto something. It <laughs> yeah, kind of been complete nonsense because otherwise every single rocket would have just not worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like so. like like Nietzsche was a nihilist, but he didn't have any equations to back it up. <laughs> <laughs> Albert Einstein's cracked the code. Life equals fucked. Yeah, <laughs> that's as far as he got. Yeah. Oh, Matt, that was that was excellent, Ben. I do genuinely understand a little bit more about general relativity yeah. now. Yes. I, I mean, you, you oh, mentioned well, having a surface level knowledge. I think I still have like a floor or possibly underground level knowledge, but. Mm-hmm. I'm closer than stuff. I was. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and it does relate to both of your topics too. Like like uh, Jason, you did yeah. Hubble, Hubble. So like, yeah, gravitational lensing and and like red sh- things redshifting and and bending around larger objects where like you can see a star that's behind something that's super massive, and it and it flexes around it, and you end up seeing two of them because the light bends around it is uh, fully based on uh, general relativity as well. I definitely covered that, Ben. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely how in-depth I got with the whole sure. telescope. For sure. He was with Ben. <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, 
That was the excellent Ben Robinson of Geeksploration, the podcast. Do back space oddities. There is one week left to do so for issue two. You can support for as little as $5, but you can go all the way up to, you know, getting yourself in the comic. Okay, the doors to our irresponsible school are closed for another day, but we'll be back with a new episode every month, where next time, Jason, myself, and a guest will be teaching three topics related to... It's the imaginary wheel spinning. Games. Games is the topic. Could be anything. Just like space. (laughs) Nebulous. In the meantime, listen to our sister podcast, Gate Leapers. It's a comedy game show set in the world of fans and fandoms. We're just wrapping up a fantastic first year with 16 panel show episodes and nearly 24 hours of free comedy to listen to over the holidays instead of, you know, talking to your families. Uh, Jason, you're painting minis like an absolute legend. Where can we find (laughs) those? Uh, They're on Instagram at my page at Zenflow Painting. Lovely plug, even when you're drunk. (laughs) This has been Drinkopedia. You have all been excellent, and we'll see you next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.